the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. The Bruce Hooley Show podcast is brought to you by HemisphereCoffeeRoasters.com. Creating jobs and restoring dignity one cup at a time. Good coffee doing good. Learn more at HemisphereCoffeeRoasters.com. Welcome into a Friday edition of the Bruce Hooley Show. It's always good to make it to the end of the week. Appreciate you guys being with us on 94.5 and 98.9 The Answer. The president out in front of a microphone last night reading from his teleprompter about guns. And it will inspire a lot of conversation and a lot of analysis today here on the program. And I get it. He feels like he needs a win, a political win. He is in the tank poll-wise. Nothing that he touches does anything but turn to absolute garbage. Gas prices, southern border, international image of the United States of America. And people are dying in mass shootings, and it's extremely sad, and it's a horrific commentary on our cultures. And so Joe Biden is answering the calls that he himself is plaintively stating. It is a classic lament of someone who is desperate, someone who is bothered, someone who is anxious for circumstances to change. It is a two-word plea do something. Yes, do something. I think we all agree, given Uvalde, given Buffalo, given Tulsa, given the record murder rate in Democratic cities across the nation. Yes, it would be wonderful. Not if we just did something, but if we did something smart, did something effective, did something consequential, did something to change the way that our country has become so violent. Do something and do something good, something consequential, something smart, are two different things. And unfortunately, our president and the people who are aligned with him in his party in Washington, D.C., don't understand the difference between do something and do something smart. I will dig into that and try to show you what I mean. We'll demonstrate it with my analysis and with the president's own words today here on an end-of-the-week edition of The Bruce Hooley Show. You can email me, bruce at salemmedia.com, bruce at salemmedia.com. Many of you have in the aftermath of the appearance that I made on Wednesday at the Columbus Metropolitan Club luncheon, first day of Gay Pride Month. Uh, I have a verse for you that I will share with you today that leaped off the page of Psalms at me about Gay Pride Month. But let's dig into what the president had to say. And before we play what he had to say last night, I think it would be instructive for you to realize that there really wasn't much new in this speech last night. Sure, the context is new. The framing is new. We're all deeply, deeply disturbed and racked with grief by the innocent faces of the 19 victims in Uvalde, Texas. We are all absolutely gutted by the hate of a white supremacist shooting predominantly black people in the grocery store mass shooting that took 10 lives in Buffalo. Joe Biden uses those two things as the impetus 
to make a speech last night. But is what he had to say really all that much different from this collage of things that he has said before? No one needs to have a weapon that can fire over 30, 40, 50, even up to 100 rounds. Unless you think the deer are wearing Kevlar vests. Think about the mass shootings. As many as 100 rounds. It's a weapon of war. But no amendment, no amendment to the Constitution is absolute. If I'm elected and I'm coming for you and gun manufacturers, I'm going to take you on. So to, to, to gun owners out there who say, well, a Biden administration means they're going to come for my guns. Bingo. You're right if you have an assault weapon. The fact of the matter is they should be illegal, period. So I think that demonstrates that, no, last night what he had to say was really that, not that much different at all from what he has said before. And this is the Democratic playbook, right? They have gotten to the point where they grab onto very, very, very simple solutions to very, very complex problems. And because Republicans are a check on the balance of Democrats, because sane people are a check on the power of insane people, because constitution-loving people are always going to stand in the way of those who would like to tear up and burn and shred the Constitution, then Democrats are always going to have the political benefit of being able to scream, yell about, well, if you'd only do this, if you'd only do this. Well, hey, we're not going to do it because we're not going to catch your kind of mental illness that thinks that if you just establish this ban or that ban, that it will fix the problem. B, we're not going to suspend the Second Amendment just so that you can get your way. And C, we are actually going to try to look beyond what it is you want to do and explain to you either why it will work or why it won't work. And so it's not really that hard to understand why Democrats don't get what they want when what they want is really just a political talking point or really just an opportunity to demonize Republicans because they won't do the one thing that Joe Biden seems very, very willing to do that is not just on the case of gun deaths in the United States of America, but with all things, the dumbest thing that you can ever do just so that you can say you did it. Standing there in that small town, like so many other communities across America, I couldn't help but think there are too many other schools, too many other everyday places that have become killing fields, battlefields here in America. We stood at such a place just 12 days before, across from a grocery store in Buffalo, New York, memorializing 10 fellow Americans, a spouse, a parent, a grandparent, a sibling, gone forever. At both places, we spent hours with hundreds of family members who were broken, whose lives will never be the same. They had one message for all of us, do something, just do something. For God's sake, do something. Now, I understand why the people in Uvalde would say that. I understand why the people in Buffalo would say that. I understand why anyone who has lost someone. Guess what? There are people all over the city of Columbus, moms whose teenage boys uh, are are killed in shootings. The kid, the 16-year-old kid who died uh, riding a scooter at the statehouse. Every single mom, every single dad, every single family member, aunt, uncle, grandparent wants you out of desperation to do something, but that doesn't mean that, A, you can do it, and it certainly doesn't mean that, B, you should do it. Look, it's fine. Go. This is where Joe Biden confuses 
emotion with reason. Any of us, any of us who would go to Uvalde, who would go to Buffalo, who would reach out a hand of compassion and empathy to console someone who has lost a dear loved one in a way that is inexplicable and nonsensical, any single one of us with a shred of compassion would feel on a deeper level than we feel it now what Joe Biden is understandable in feeling because he's looked into the eyes of these people. But, but he is someone who has to balance that with the policy decisions that will help prevent these kinds of things in the future. And he also has to understand that he has taken a sworn oath to the Constitution of the United States of America. And so I get it. Go to Buffalo. He should go to Buffalo. He should go to Uvalde. I have no problem with that. I have no problem with him feeling it on a deep level. But you have to remain above the fray, and you have to also understand that if it's super important to, and I would think for him, just for several reasons. Number one, he needs a win of some sort to balance his flagging poll numbers and any chance that he has of preventing an absolute annihilation in the midterm elections. He has an obligation to his party and to other people running in his party to try to get something done. And he also needs, he also needs, I think, to send a message that, hey, look, we can get something done in Washington. We're not, uh, you know, Uh, rival tribes, red and blue, Democrat and Republican, we can work together on something. If they can't work together on something like this, to do something that is sensible, that both sides can agree to, I mean, think about it. Like, he always says things like, you know, he shames people. He shames people or tries to that if you don't want to do something, then you approve of what it is that's happened that he would like to do something about. And that is a completely straw man argument. Everyone, you'd have to have the mindset of the deranged Uvalde shooter or the hateful Buffalo shooter to not want to cut into whatever leeway crazy people have to get weapons, walk into places that are soft targets and randomly kill people who you don't know or have any conceivable reason to want to end their life. Of course we all feel that. But the opposite is not true. The opposite is not true that if you don't agree that, sure, let's enact an assault weapons ban. Sure, let's empower a government that wanted to send the National Guard to school board meetings to monitor parents who were concerned about their kids' education, sure, let's give them the freedom to apply red flag laws to people they don't like. Those are two vastly, vastly, vastly different things. And Joe Biden, even in his adult condition, should be smart enough to figure that out. Bruce Hooley Show on The Answer. Joe Biden, President of the United States. Yeah, I know, I still throw up in my mouth a little bit when I say that. Uh, last night, 
uh, speech from, who knows, was that the fake White House or was that the real White House? I'm never sure anymore. Uh, but he was speaking about guns, trying to make a political point. Uh, his House Democrats embarrassed themselves yesterday in Washington, D.C. Here's uh, How's this guy not on the squad? I mean, uh, I know he's a guy and the squad is all women, but uh, he's gay uh, and he's black and he's uh, somehow managed to triumph over the systemically racist nature uh, of this country. He is New York Congressman Mondaire Jones, uh, and this is what he has to say to you and to me and to other Republicans if we will not go along and bend the knee to what Mondaire Jones and other Democrats say we must do. But we can't let you get away with this anymore. Enough is enough. Enough of you telling us that school shootings are a fact of life when every other country like ours has virtually ended it. Enough of you blaming mental illness and then defunding mental health care in this country. Enough of your thoughts and prayers. Enough. Enough. You will not stop us from advancing the Protecting Our Kids Act today. You will not stop us from passing it in the House next week, and you will not stop us there. If the filibuster obstructs us, we will abolish it. If the Supreme Court objects, we will expand it, and we will not rest until we have taken weapons of war out of circulation in our communities. Each and every day, we will do whatever it takes to end gun violence, whatever it takes. What we will do is not fail the children of this country the way that you have failed us. Mm, mm, mm. Thank you, Mondaire. Thank you. Uh, Translation, we will throw away uh, the last check on unfettered power in the Senate. I'd be careful about that since uh, you're going to get a uh, completely different house after the midterm elections and probably a GOP-controlled Senate. And if you go simple majority, mm, Harry Reid thought that'd be a great idea back when he had control of the Senate. And, you know, thanks, Harry, because we now have Neil Gorsuch Brett Kavanaugh and Amy Coney Barrett all on the Supreme Court because Harry Reid did that. Uh, Also, Mondaire Jones would like to uh, obliterate uh, any chance of the Supreme Court having any kind of detachment from the executive branch oversight because he wants to pack the court because he's a Democrat and because if you won't do it my way, then we must absolutely eviscerate you. So, Mondaire Jones, ladies and gentlemen, uh, a worthy heir to uh, every fascist that has ever held office anywhere. Uh, So, but he started by talking, enough, enough, enough. Uh, Joe Biden also loves to sound the alarm about enough. Here he is playing the enough card in his speech last night. For God's sake, how much more carnage are we willing to accept? How many more innocent American lives must be taken before we say enough, enough? Okay, Uh, let's do it your way, Joe. Uh, Enough, 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 enough. There, I did I say four lives or did I just waste four seconds? I think I wasted four seconds. These are the kind of simple, empty-headed, emotional solutions that the Democrats propose. They give Mondaire Jones talking points for a commercial. And by the way, they give uh, Republicans, if the uh, Republican National Committee 
doesn't play that on a loop time after time after time after time this fall. And I would bring it back, you know, greatest hits of Mondaire Jones in the fall of 2024, showing what happens when Democrats get control, because you know how the American electorate is. They'll forget. They'll forget $5 a gallon gas, which, by the way, uh, gas uh, up to, let's check the old possible cannot afford gas tote board anymore. Was it 471 national average now? Hey, thank you very much, Joe Biden. So, you know, enough is not going to help. And if you're not saying enough, it doesn't mean you don't want to help. Um, I find this whole entire shrill, shrieking, histrionic, put on effort by the Democratic Party to be really, it's so actually disrespectful of the lives lost. Because if you really want to pay respects to the 19 fallen in Uvalde, if you really want to pay respects to the 10 in Buffalo and to others, then here's the thing you should do. You should tell the truth. You should reach across the aisle and you should say, where can we start a conversation where we have common ground and where can we work from? This is a bridge too far for me. This is a bridge too far for you. But what does that leave us in order to work toward? What can we get done? I'm not trying to hurt you. I'm not trying to kill your reelection efforts. I'm not trying to kill my reelection efforts. Let's get something done so that the American people can once again have confidence in the legislative branch of government. Instead, Joe Biden last night made it partisan, made it tug on the heartstrings, and he brought back all the familiar themes about what needs to happen that he has proposed many, many times before. Here's what the overwhelming majority of American people believe we must do. Here's what the families in Buffalo and Uvalde in Texas told us we must do. We need to ban assault weapons in high-capacity magazines. And if we can't ban assault weapons, then we should raise the age to purchase them from 18 to 21. Strengthen background checks, enact safe storage law and red flag laws, repeal the immunity that protects gun manufacturers from liability, address the mental health crisis deepening the trauma of gun violence and as a consequence of that violence. These are rational, common sense measures. So this is where Biden gets off track. And this is where he loses me. And again, if you want my trust, don't lie to me. Don't lie to me. This is what the overwhelming majority of Americans says say we must do. That's how he started. We must ban assault weapons. We must enact stricter gun laws. Well, Pew Research Study, 2019, uh, 53% of Americans favor stricter gun laws. That is a decline since 2019. So it's not an overwhelming majority, and it's a declining majority. And why do you think it is a declining majority? It's a declining majority because, conversely to the declining majority of people who want stricter gun laws, more and more people realize that America has become more and more violent. The desperation set in after the pandemic record murder totals in 11 Democratic cities last year. And people realize, you know what? Chicago has strong gun laws. They got more murders than any city. If I'm going to protect myself, my best chance is with my own gun in my own home. 
Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.